and welcome to the Void Fills podcast. I'm Jax. And I'm Rocco. Void Fills is an interactive podcast where we're going to try and bust some stigmas around mental health issues, share advice and tips for getting through tough times, and we'll feature some of our music to hopefully help you relax and chill. At the end of the show, we're going to play some sounds which might be useful when helping you sleep. All the music in the show is listed in the podcast notes. You can send us any questions, thoughts, and share advice by using the hashtag VoidFills. It's important to remember that Rocco and I aren't healthcare professionals, so please be sure to speak to your doctor, a trusted family member, or contact one of the organisations listed in the podcast notes if you're worried about your well-being or safety. So here we go with another podcast. We hope you'll find it helpful and entertaining too. We love getting your questions and reading your thoughts on the interests a lot of us share. Here's a tweet from Gav who says, just for a nice light-hearted one, what's your favorite season and why? Nobody asked me, but my favorite is fall because it's a perfect temperature throughout and the trees are pretty. Rocco, what's your fave? Summer, hands down. Nah, man, winter. Really? I hate summer. Why? Get sweaty balls. <laughs> I, I can That's understand where, that. Like, obviously, no one knows what it looked like, but I'm pretty much like Casper the Friendly Ghost. In our <laughs> live show, I did not need to wear whites because if I stripped off, it would be the same, like, pretty much the same <laughs> thing. It would be the same effect. Just project things onto my body. I just, I love summer. Like, the sun just uplifts me. Mm. Vitamin D, away. mate. Yeah. And it's just more positive. You know, you wake up longer days, brighter mm. days. Yeah. I like being cold. But I like summer and then getting in my car and putting the AC on. Yeah, my air conditioning is broken in my car. <laughs> Which makes me hate summer more. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, one thing I do like about summer. What's that? Ice lollies. And ice cream. I literally like eat a pack of 10 choc ices. Mate, Oreo milkshake is for me when it's summer. Mm. But basically, this podcast is just um, alarm bells for everybody that I'm just going to be obese. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. All I talk about is food <laughs> and how much I eat. Um, but yeah, so I, I like winter. I like rain. I like snow. Yeah. I like Christmas. Oh, Christmas is the best. Um, I like winter things like scarves. I, I, <laughs> you know what? I don't actually own many pairs of shorts or like short sleeve t-shirts. I found that out. I just live in hoodies. Just and, this summer, went yeah. into my wardrobe, no shorts. What am I gonna do with these thermals <laughs> <laughs> in the summer? I can't wear these. I've got hoodies, tracksuits. That's not. But nothing else. Summer. Nothing else. No. I bet you own a nice pair of loafers. Me. A nice pair of loafers. <laughs> Me. I do have a pair of loafers. No, I don't have loafers. Only when I wear a suit. Do you know what? Until like two years ago, I could not wear flip flops. Why? Like I just couldn't. I remember going on holiday when I was young and like kicking up a fuss because I weren't gonna wear flip flops. Yeah, I know what you mean. Don't like them. But now flip flops and socks in the summer, oh, they look fresh. Oh yeah, I rock a pair of white socks with flip flops. Yeah, hundred percent. There you go. Everybody's just left the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I wear socks with sandals. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. So, Gav, there is your answer. I guess that out of winter, I like the comfort of warm clothes. And out of summer, I like the brightness and happiness of summer. And the vitamin D. And the vitamin D. Oh, yeah. Here's one from at Holly KXX, who's asked us, what advice would you give to your younger self? Go on. Mm, learn guitar at a younger age. Okay. Because I'm so whack at guitar. And, and if I started when I was younger, I'd be better. True. So that's the advice. Don't waste your time playing PlayStation. Well, I had an Xbox. Like, pick up a guitar and stop being lazy. That's what I'd say to myself. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Mm. What would you say to yourself? For me, it's always don't worry about school. Yeah. 
like it's not a big deal. Nah. The teachers will pressure you into thinking this is everything. If you don't stick to what we say, you know, your life's rubbish afterwards. It's not. School's important education wise, but at the same time, it's not the be all and end all. No. So many people have been successful who have done badly at school. So obviously stay in school. Like, I don't want to promote you dropping out of school, but don't stress about it. Yeah. Yeah. People don't understand that until they leave though. No. You get wrapped up in it, you know, you get caught in the kind of bubble, I suppose. Yeah. But I promise you, you'll be fine when you leave. Just um, do the best you can. Yeah. That's all you can do. So we're several podcasts in now, and it seems appropriate that at Nico the Niner wants to know, how has the Void fan base impacted you over the past few months? Oh, it's just amazing. You posted a tweet the other day, actually, and um, I looked at all the responses. Yeah. The amount of love that you guys show is just ridiculous. Like, I put that, I think it was about, you know, I've just started up therapy again because mm. I, you know, have been noticing things are getting a bit lower in my mood. Mm. And I just put out there just to let you know, started therapy again, blah, blah, blah. And like, I've got so many people just saying, keep strong, you got this. Yeah. Like, seeing that just changes my mood instantly. If we can, over time, gradually build this community imagine the support it could give different people not even us but we're not here in the least horrible way we're not here for you to give us support we want to give you as much support as we can yeah and it's like there's some people in our community who i know from like three four years ago when we started void yeah and it's like been pretty much an honor to see how much you've improved and the fact that you're still here fighting and pushing through yeah like it's just incredible to see and we want to try and empower everybody with that strength and that drive and i think it will because the void community i reckon they're not here just to support us they will support everyone i Mm. I can see the sort of people that they are and if you know a new community member starts following us yeah and they're feeling a bit low i mean we've seen it we've seen other people in the community say i'm not feeling great yeah on dms and stuff and they're supporting other people going look you got this and they've never met in their lives exactly i Um, hope one day we can take that to the next level and the magnitude of it will hopefully help so many people yeah you know but yeah i can't even begin to explain how incredible it is to see so many people who are starting to get on the other side of this now yeah and and they're pushing through and just to get to know you as people like this is a thing this is a genuine pleasure to speak to you daily talk to you catch up you know Obviously, there's times where we disappear for a little while to write, but we're always there if you need. And what you guys are doing just in the Void community is a great example for people outside the whole world showing that this is how we should be dealing with mental health and this is how we should be talking, sharing, sharing advice, sharing experiences. That's what everyone should be doing. And together, we'll break down the stigma of mental health. At Soul of a Punk One tweeted us and asked, this is a bit of a silly question, but what are your guys' favourite colour? Black. Same. I think it's a calming colour. It's darkness. For me, it's a comfort thing. Yeah. You feel, I suppose, in in the least scientific way, when you're developing as a very, very young child in your mother's belly, it's darkness, no? Yeah, yeah. You're in darkness. That's true. You hear people talk about all the time that that comfort, that when you're a child, like the fetal position, that's why it's so comfortable to lie in that position now. Because you were carried like that for nine months when you were a kid. That's the most comfort you've ever had. Yeah. And I feel like that darkness, if I'm having a bad day, like I'm angry, if I just close my eyes and breathe for a minute. It chills you out of it. Well, your whole world's closed off then. Like you're in yourself. Yeah. When your eyes are closed, you're within yourself. You can't see anybody else. Yeah. You can't see what's going on. And you can concentrate on um, things that make you feel better. 
better, I suppose. No, I get that. And it's it's a clean colour, isn't it? Yeah. But everyone asks, why do you always wear black? It's like, I feel so comfortable and yet it's just black looks smart. Just a nice colour. Yeah. It's relaxing. I find it relaxing. Yeah. So darkness is our friend. Yeah, we want to know what your favourite colours are. Yeah, Tell send us. us some colours. I do kind of like white, although it is, again, a bit of a boring colour. I think it's the monochrome vibe. Yeah. Just simple. the black and white. Simple. Plain, black and white, bish bash bosh, Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, done. I thought you were going to say, like, coral was your favourite colour. Coral? Or, like, some coral? weird colour like eggshell. No, I can't stand eggshell. You do have a co-ord cream set, though, don't you? Yeah, of course I do. You do look sick in that, though. Because it's coffee. I don't like such an idiot in that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, here's a message from at Panoramic Girl. And they ask, how does mental well-being or lack of it thereof affect the effective creation of everything you guys want to put out? I know that lack of motivation is so extremely huge with many mental illnesses. I've dealt with it myself and wanted to hear your perspectives. I think the lack of your well-being, because your well-being is your health. Mm. If you don't have a stable health situation, it can throw you off everything. Yeah. It can... Okay, for example, if you don't put fuel in your car, you ain't going nowhere. Mm -hmm. If you don't put food in your body or the right food in your body, you're going to crash and burn. And if you're not giving yourself the time that your brain needs or the therapy that your brain needs to cope, you're not going anywhere. You've got to look after yourself there is only one of you. Yeah. And your well-being is the most important thing in the world. Yeah. 100%. I think anxiety falls under mental well-being. Yeah. So, like, that affects our creation in the sense we want to put our music, but our anxieties, when we're not in a good space, our anxieties make us question whether our material is good enough yeah. or whether we're good enough, whether people are going to like it, do the drums sound tight, do my vocals sound crap? Yeah. Like, will people dig this song? Did we spend time on it for no reason? So many questions. I could sit and list like a million things that I think about when we're trying to put something out there, like our music or the podcast, anything. Yeah. And I think what makes it harder for us is that because we're writing directly about mental health, it makes it more worrying because people are going to know pretty much our deepest, darkest thoughts yeah. and, and all that kind of thing. So I suppose in, in a way, for us to release our music, it shows some sort of mental well being on our part yeah because we're taking that leap i suppose and just releasing it yeah we're releasing our story and our emotions yeah. into a body of work yeah exactly and i think when we go to write music yeah our mental well-being makes us create our music yeah what we feel and our emotion is that track exactly yeah so in essence when we release music you're hearing all different emotions each track's a different emotion raw emotion yeah like this stuff's not getting filtered like this is independent no one's telling us what to do so when for example maybe on twitter we uh, have a little bit of a lull or we can't provide content constantly um we'll be going through something that we don't necessarily want to worry you about or we're working um independently between us both both trying to figure things out emotionally and like yeah. trying to look after ourselves at the same time um so yeah i know you'll all understand that so i guess our mental well-being affects directly what we put out 100 percent. one million percent so it seems like a good time to take a short break for some of our music we'll be right back on the other side of this
So here's something that came in from at ida.fy. Uh, they asked a few questions to pretty much get to know us better. And they say, what kind of movies and TV shows are you into? Oh, man. Go on. Mark. Hit me with your... All-time favourite. Lord of the Rings. Oh! <laughs> Harry oh. Potter. No, power. Yeah, you know what? Oh, man. That is good. Only oh. watch it if you're over 18, though. Don't be, like watching that if you're under 18 but there's something I I think I re-watched the whole thing because it's and there's another one coming mm-hmm. I re-watched the whole thing like three times have you seen the trailer for the new one yeah and oh my gosh for those of you who don't know Power is um, 50 Cent's um, TV series it's incredible it, it just, I forget about everything in my life and I'm in that I'm in that film right there have you watched Sons of Anarchy no what's that Bikers that's sick and, Bikers um what other things I watch? Strictly Come Dancing? No. No, fantastic. No. Sit down with a cup of tea, Saturday night, Strictly Come Dancing, you know, chill out. Have Chinese takeaway. You sound like my grand. Cotch in. <laughs> the rock and roll lifestyle doesn't choose everybody, Rocco. You know? Yeah, but watching Strictly with a bit of glitter. Strictly, you know what was good, though? Dancing on Ice. Like, I actually really enjoyed that TV. I used to like it, and I don't know why I stopped watching it. I couldn't dance on ice very well, I don't think. I can't even ask it. Do you know what? The only time I ever got on ice, I'd step foot on the ice, stacked it, and then for the next hour, I don't think I got back on my feet properly. (laughs) The last time I went ice skating, I think it was this Christmas, it's gone. Did you pay a million pounds and go to Winter Wonderlands? No, no, I went to... um, (laughs) Somerset House. Yeah, that's it. If you don't even know me, just go to an ice rink around Christmas time. You will know who I am, because I'm the bloke hovering around the edge, holding on, shaking like Bambi. Flipping, going nowhere in like two hours. You know, you, you get given a, an hour and a half slot, so you definitely can dance on it. No, because in that hour and a half slot, I've made it around the rink once. We'll call it contemporary dance, and you can just like shiver around the outside. Contemporary dance is definitely not what it is. But what about TV programs, or do you just watch movies? Uh, TV programs. I like Gogglebox. <laughs> I want to go on Gogglebox. So you like watching people watch television? Yeah, because it's funny. <laughs> That's the TV program you like watching. Yeah, because you watch it and you go, yeah, I thought the exact same thing. Do you know what I really enjoy? What? Ready, steady, cook. What? Is yeah. that still around? Ainsley Harriet, mate. I've got a Ainsley Harriet grill. <laughs> Fantastic. Mate. Are you a red pepper or a green pepper? Or oh. a, wait, no, 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 no. no. no Are you no. a red tomato or a green pepper? Red tomato. Every day, mate, I'm pepper. Sweet. Pepper. Crispy. No. Crispy. Unless it's roasted. <laughs> Next up is a message from the appropriately named at Stab Me With A Spork. 
they strike again. What's your favourite fast food place and what's your regular order? Oh, my gosh. Should we just pick one restaurant and stick? All right, I'll go McDonald's, you go curry. Curry, 100%. Yeah, but, like, what's your order? Oh, people are going to think I'm so boring. No, I'm, I bet you have... Wait, let me guess. You're, you're basic, ain't ya? Chicken tikka masala. No, not even chicken, that. Chicken korma. Yeah. With, <laughs> with plain boiled rice. No, mushroom pilau rice. All right, that's a little bit interesting. And a plain naan bread. No. Garlic. No. Uh, Peshwari Peshwari naan Oh that's yeah. not that bad Yeah but People are like Korma I get lamb korma like, The taste is just amazing Lamb korma yeah. Garlic rice Garlic, garlic rice. naan Ooh. Papadum Mango chutney you after that. And some mosa mate Oh Bombay potatoes And onion bhaji Yeah that's true But what about McDonald's though Right what would you get at McDonald's Mate my order's massive You go first <laughs> <laughs> We might need the rest How big is your order We might need the rest of the podcast For my order uh, I don't really go to McDonald's But when they have their deluxe burgers or something. I get a large Big Mac meal okay. with curry sauce. You just had a curry? No, no, not on the same night. So, like, curry sauce. Yeah. And then I get 20 chicken nuggets. 20? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. And a cheeseburger. And what about fries? Yeah, but to be fair, I share half of the chicken nuggets with my dog. Well, not half of them, but, like, I give him some. Yeah, but what about fries? I get fries with a Big Mac meal. And the cheeseburger and the nuggets. Damn. That's why I'm, like, 17 stone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, to be fair, I'm addicted to when they have their cheese bites. Yes. Oh, man. Which ones, though? The mozzarella sticks or the nacho cheese bites? Both. Yeah, they're good. Oh, mate. And we all know Monopoly is a marketing scheme to get more people to go to McDonald's. Oh, yeah, of course. I've never won a thing once. And I've only been there once. Have you not? I've, like, won <laughs> more free food. So, like, I've gone up and got, like, free apple pies and stuff. <laughs> oh, there. I remember apple pies as a kid from McDonald's. You would go and have one and you would burn your mouth in, like, 30 seconds. Have you seen these heathens who eat chips with their milkshakes? Okay, I'm going to confess. No, don't tell me this because Void's going to end. No, <coughs> I have this weird thing. Occasionally, I like putting... So if I'm at the cinema, <laughs> it, this relates back to McDonald's. If I have popcorn, I put popcorn in my mouth and I take a sip of my drink because I like it. And then if I have fries at McDonald's, I like having fries and then sipping my drink while it's That's in the my weirdest mouth. thing I've ever heard in my life. Try it. Everyone try what, it. Why would you waste your chip taste with your drink? I don't know, it's just a thing. Is this a weird thing? There you go. That's our fast food order done. Thank you, uh, Stab Me With A Spork, for making me hungry. Again. Again. So, the next question we got, we got through Instagram, and um, this is going to remain anonymous. The question is, what triggers your mental health? Well, that's a great question. That's a hard one. For me, it could be absolutely anything, and I have no control of what it could be. Mm. I feel like sometimes I don't actually get triggered. I just wake up feeling terrible. Yeah. You know? Like, there's no real trigger. I just wake up in the morning and my, my mind's already slipped into that mode of uselessness. Yeah, I can't understand that. What's, like, the main thing that triggers you out? For me, anything to do with my body image or the way my clothes fit or food. Hmm. Like, I would say my eating disorder has got a lot better, but now since things are kind of getting a bit worse again. Mm. I would say thinking about food and the negative impact of food is creeping back up to me. So like trying to restrict or thinking, oh, I can't have that because that's too many calories. Or if I have that, you're going to gain weight just from eating it. Yeah. Like, Say if you were walking down the street and you glanced in the window and you saw yourself. Oh, that would trigger me. What, like, just seeing yourself or a different angle of yourself? Yeah, I hate having pictures of myself. What? And I hate, like, right. if I was to go shopping and I walk past the mirror, I would, no matter what angle it is, even if I was just walking past really quick and I took a quick glimpse, yeah. and that was the last image that I saw of myself, 
Mm. And if I didn't like it, I'd be thinking in my head, right, what can I do to change that? Did my face look puffy? Did I have a good jawline? Did I look skinny enough? I'm always, no matter what, I'm pretty sure every day I'm always thinking that. Yeah. I'm always thinking, oh, I hope I look good today. I hope I don't wake up puffy or dehydrated or overhydrated with water weight, you know? Because you know that triggers you. Yeah, it terrifies me to see myself in the morning. When I wake up in the morning, I get nervous mm. to look at myself in the mirror because that's the main thing that triggers me, seeing myself yeah. and not liking it. Um, not being a success triggers me. Yeah. Like, I feel like not being a success or doing anything meaningful in my life like triggers me big time. I know, I can understand. But it triggers me in a negative way. You'd think having that thought would be a good thought because you'd be like, oh, okay, let's go do something with my life. Yeah. When in, in reality, as soon as that thought pops into my head, I literally <laughs> crumble. You know? No, yeah, I get that. Just feeling like you're useless or like you, you don't think that you're going to do anything with your life. Yeah. Being trapped as well, that scares me. Yeah. Like being trapped in the same job for the rest of my life scares the hell out of me, triggers me big time. I can understand. Yeah, success isn't probably another one for me, I would say. Mm. The interesting thing is all these things, like you are saying about a moment ago, that the way you look triggers you and all this kind of stuff, and like I'm saying that failure triggers me. Mm. These things must trigger everybody. Yeah. Like, because I wake up in the morning, like, and I look at myself and I'm not happy with the way I look, but it doesn't send me into a frenzy like it does you, you know? Yeah. And to other people, that might be the same thing, but it's just interesting that for some people, like, it triggers and that's, like, their day ruined and yeah. it triggers their mental health. It, like, makes you depressed, anxious, that kind of thing. Money makes me anxious, triggers me. Yeah. All of these things are just day-to-day things which must just trigger everybody. I think we should do a thing on social media that we should put, this is a safe place, what is your triggers, can we help? Mm. So if someone puts their trigger, you can say, okay, don't stress, I think of it this way. I've noticed that Twitter's become a more accepting and understanding place gradually because people are writing trigger warnings now on social media. They're, like, writing a TW and then suicide or TW, trigger warning, self-harm or um, anorexia or bulimia or, you know, these kind of things, which helps. Yeah, it does. But I think these sites now as well need to take into consideration that these things can, like, flip yeah. that switch on yeah. someone. Maybe we should have filters. Maybe well, maybe filters should be introduced to social yeah, media to and filter out. what triggers you. Yeah, so, like, I wouldn't want to see anything suicidal on my feed. No. So I can write suicide, trigger word, boom. And then it just filters my whole social media. 100%. Because our triggers might only trigger us. And something as simple as seeing someone on holiday. Yeah. That could trigger someone because they're stuck at home, depressed, doing nothing, and they're not on holiday. Like, something as silly as oh, that. Instagram is the biggest trigger for me. Like, I, I had to deactivate it because I just scroll through. Yeah. Just compare my life to everybody else's life. And it's really damaging. Yeah. It can be a really great place. It can help so many people, but at the same time, it can be it's really flip. damaging. Yeah. Trigger warnings are a tough one because they're so personal. Um, but hopefully us shedding a little bit of light on what triggers us can help you in some way, maybe open up about your triggers to other people. And in turn, they may be more considerate. Yeah. Just ask them for help. Now I think we can roll a couple of messages together here. Rocco? Yeah. At Neon Hometown wants to know, what are your plans for the future? Do you expect fame or are you proud of yourself now? And that little son kid asks, where do you want to be in five years' time? I think we'll start with the first part of the question. Yeah. We don't want fame. We cover our faces. Fame is never an option for us. All we want to do is to build this community and help erase the negative stigmas surrounding mental health. Yeah. We don't want personal fame. 
we want a fame for our whole community. To- yeah, paving the way for new ways to work through mental health issues. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say I don't want millions of people to listen to our music because that's a lie. Like, obviously, yeah. we want people to listen to our music, but, but we just hope that through that music, it helps people. Yeah, we want loads of people to listen to our music because we want to help, not because we want the streams and we want our message to get out of there and to help people. Yeah, and that's a genuine hope as well. Like, obviously, fame isn't the be-all and end-all in life. We just want you to live. Like, we don't want this to end and we don't want you to feel like you have to end your lives or don't want you to feel like you're going to be down for the rest of your life because we know we're going through it, we're pushing through it and we're still here talking to you now, so it can be done. We just need more people to cotton onto that and to start talking about it. Yeah. And there's many different things that we want to do in this community to solidify that and move that forward. But that's all in the future. Yeah. Um, about five years' time? Any shows? Oh, yeah. Many shows? Many shows. I think I personally want to meet as many of you as possible. Yeah. I don't know if that is possible. Obviously, I'd have to have, like, a bag over my head the whole time, but, like, I want to meet you. <laughs> like, you deserve a cuddle. Yeah. And you deserve someone to be in front of you telling you you're amazing and you can push through this and, and live, you know? Yeah. And perform music in front of you. Yeah. Like, I want, like, fireworks and confetti and stuff like that. 100%. Lion. But I think in five years' time... Five albums? Yeah. But I would think we would want to see the community stronger than it's ever been. In five years' time, we want people in the community to look back at what they were messaging us and saying, I'm so much stronger than I was. Mm, Exactly. And if in five years we can bring every single person with us on this journey... Oh, that'd be great. ...and not lose anyone along the way, we want every single one of you to be there, then yeah. who knows? I want us to be out there meeting all of you, performing live, releasing good music, and um, hopefully... Helping as yeah, many people. Helping as many people as possible. And even along the way, taking it a little bit further and meeting with people who have influential positions in the world. I think especially America, for me, they're neglecting the youth... Yeah, We get a lot of messages from people in America who can't afford to go and see counsellors or get the right attention and help that they deserve. And somehow I want us to be able to help them. Oh, yeah, 100%. Help everyone. So that's it for another podcast. It's been great to get your questions and to read all your messages. Sorry if we haven't read yours out on air yet, but we've seen every single one of them and they mean so, so much. So until next time, I've been Jax. And I've been Rocco. And we love you. Big love. Stay strong. Void.
The Void Fills podcast is a Zakuti production in association with Pod People Productions.